Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Moving Toward Better podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bemis from movingtowardbetter.com, and I'm here to help you live your best life powered by your unique and amazing personality. Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Moving Toward Better podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bemis, and my mission is to help people who want to upgrade their life feel better in their own skin, and create a life that they love based on their unique and amazing personality. If you're new here, be sure to check out the Moving Toward Better website to see all the ways that you can do exactly that, including our first live event in September that I'll be talking about a little bit later in the show. The focus of this season two of Moving Toward Better podcast is truly creating a life that works for you without guilt, which is why we're talking about living in balance and whether it's totally BS. It's a constant challenge for me and almost everyone else I know, and I think it's incredibly important to talk about. So for those who are new to the podcast, when I talk about issues like this, I use the DISC behavior model to discuss the different personalities and how each personality type handles life. Those personality types include the driven, inspired, supportive and cautious personalities, also known as D, I, S, and C. I use those terms interchangeably, and this is where we usually dive into the individual personalities, but today I'm gonna talk about balance a bit before we get specific. So here's the thing about balance. Most people think that balance means everything is equal. We think of the, the scales, right? Everything is equal. And for most people, living a life like that is BS, especially if you have a life partner, children, a job, or a business to run. I used to watch these gurus that talked about finding balance in your life. And one day it dawned on me, they were all either single, childless, sometimes both, or they had a life partner to take care of all the things that I was taking care of, like laundry, cleaning the house, feeding my people every day. They had no idea what my life looks like. And at first that made me really angry because I felt like I would never have that kind of balance or success in my life, even though I wanted it so bad. So it took me years to figure it out, but I did. And for people like me, I realized that balance wasn't about everything being on an even keel. It was much more about me feeling calm, grounded, and content with whatever my life looked like. And knowing that I wouldn't always feel calm and grounded. And while that may sound discouraging, I also learned, and I'm going to share with you, how to be there more of the time and find the blessing in when your life does feel out of balance. I know, sounds impossible, but when you understand this concept, the way you look at everything changes. So, are you ready to find out the secrets of balance? It's one of the most powerful things I've learned. First, we're gonna look at what imbalance looks like for each personality. And for perspective, just so you know, I am a white Midwest female and I speak from that perspective. I understand that your perspective may be different and the challenges and solutions that I talk about may look very different for you as well. As always, we're gonna start with the D or driven personality. Driven women are straightforward and know what they want out of life. 
and sometimes that includes stirring the pot. Balance looks very different for this personality type because they like a little conflict and confrontation now and then. Mostly because they really don't care what people think about them, so creating some controversy is really easy for them. And they might even cause a bit of conflict or chaos in their primary relationship because it gives them a dopamine hit and that just makes them feel so good. It works really well if they have a partner that understands that that chaos is not personal or who happens to like the chaos too. It merely makes life more exciting and interesting. And that really is part of the balance cycle for the driven personality. Now, for those who don't have that personality, that may sound a little shocking, but the D personality loves a challenge and boredom is one of the worst feelings in their life. Routine is not something they naturally embrace. Instead, they are constantly looking for the next best thing. And sometimes that means we add a little bit of chaos into the life just to make it more interesting. If you're married to a driven personality, knowing this can save your marriage. If you enjoy the chaos, engage, And trust me, the making up phase can be as exciting as the confrontation. (laughs) If you detest chaos and confrontation, you need to have a conversation because the D personalities, pot stirring and blow ups can damage your relationship beyond repair. When truly the D personality is just trying to have some fun, but that may not be fun for you. I know it sounds weird to other personality types, but when you understand that the D personality needs that, you can help them find other ways to engage in the chaos without damaging their relationships. I'll share some ways to figure out how to do that later in the show, so stay tuned. Balance for the I personality looks much different. Laughter and fun are essential to the inspired personality. And if they don't find it where they are, they're going to look for it somewhere else. They have limited patience for misery and boredom. And when they reach their limit, they move on or they get very resentful. Then it isn't a good look for anybody. In balance, it doesn't take constant fun and laughter, just enough to get through the day. If you've been around for a while, you know I'm an ISD personality. So this fun and laughter is near and dear to my heart. And for me, fun can be as simple as turning on some great music. Disney or 80s, anyone? I even listen to music when I'm working on my scripts for my podcast because the music helps me to focus on the work in front of me and block out the things that could distract me. My husband cannot understand how I can listen to lyrics and still be able to think but it works for me. I also love comedy and the people I love are varied. People I love in comedy are varied and something my family shakes their head over, but it works for me. So that often means I put on some headphones or earbuds to get myself back in a happy place. The way to keep an eye personality in balance is to know what fun means to them or for them. Let them indulge in that and they will find their balance internally on their own. Now, externally, they often need help with organization and routines. If you participate in helping them get those quote, boring things accomplished, they can even make that fun. So you can both find more balance. 
For the S personality, balance requires downtime. As I said, I'm an ISD. My I and S scores are very high and very close to one another. I used to say that if I could get one day at home to rest and reset myself and my home, I was good to go. For my husband, who's doubly a doubly reserved SC, a weekend is barely enough time for him to wind down from one week and prepare himself for the next one. The problem for the S personality is that they are so supportive of other people, they'll let themselves get so far out of balance that they can put themselves in danger before they speak up. If they don't feel well, they'll push off seeing a doctor until they are ridiculously ill, which means a simple cold could literally become pneumonia before they do something about it. The same can happen with their home. They get so busy taking care of everyone else, they neglect everything and the house can actually become dangerous to live in. I've seen it happen. They're also decision challenged. So they may know something needs to be fixed, but they may not be sure whether to do the minimal maintenance or a complete overhaul. And I know that sounds dismal, but it doesn't have to be. While the S personality is more reserved, they are people oriented and they appreciate help more than any other personality type. So if you know and love an S personality, help them. How? Encourage and nudge them without pushing because this sweet supportive personality is the most stubborn when they're pushed too far. They resist change even when they know it's gonna help them. And I know that sounds counterintuitive to some people, but that's just the way the S personality is wired. When you can lead them to the decision in their own timing, everything, will go better, I promise you. As I said, my husband is an SC. He's a decade or so from traditional retirement, but we're already talking about it because he doesn't like to be rushed into a decision. It took us five years to find the house we're currently living in. And while this house does not fit our needs going forward, the idea of moving is overwhelming to both of us. Because I have more D in my personality, I'm the one driving this decision. But I know how difficult this is for him. So the longer we talk about it, I know it will be easier for him when the time comes to make a decision. Now for other personality types, that can be exhausting, especially when you both know the decision is for the best. Unfortunately, that doesn't make it any easier for the S personality. And sometimes it's a slow journey, but they can get there with lots of love and encouragement. Finally, we have the cautious or C personality who thinks about and sometimes overthinks everything. In a work environment, balance comes when they know what the expectations are. They know the level of detail that their work requires and they have a clear deadline that they know they have to meet. The same works at home, but because the level of detail and deadlines tends to be more flexible, the C personality struggles not so much to do things, but they struggle with perfectionism. Perfect is the cautious personality's favorite and most hated word. The idea of perfection is something the C personality just loves. It makes them feel so good to think about it. But it's a concept that they rarely, if ever, achieve, at least in their own mind. Their work is impeccable but it often comes at a high personal cost. 
I'll give you an example. At one point in my life, I knew a woman who always looked perfect. Her hair was amazing. And I don't think I ever saw her with a hair out of place. Her jewelry always matched her outfit. And she was seriously one of the most put together people. She looked better in jeans and gym shoes than I looked when I was dressed for a wedding. And for a while, I truly envied how she looked so effortlessly chic. Now, what I found out was that that effort look, that effortless look came at a huge cost. That woman took at least an hour and sometimes two to get ready for any event. Even when she was wearing jeans, she often agonized over which jewelry, shoes, and accessories to wear with even the simplest of outfits. And when she told me that, I had this whole new understanding of the C personality and how they could be so effortless looking and yet so stressed at the same time. Balance for her meant adequate time to create the look she wanted. And fortunately for her, her husband was very understanding of her perfectionistic tendencies and worked with her to create a home they both loved. By the way, there were no children in this relationship, so there's that's something to note as well. So remember when I said I would show you how to find the blessing and not being balanced? I used to think that when things were off, in quotes, it was some kind of personal affront or some kind of personal failing on my part, especially when it messed up a perfectly good day. For example, when I recorded the first podcast for this season of Moving Toward Better, everything seemed to go really well until the next morning. And that's when I found out that the episode didn't upload to Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. So I was pretty calm about it, checked out all the details, but I could not figure out the problem. Contacted my host, and they pretty much told me, nope, looks good from our side, not me, not us. So I pressed and we figured out that there was a problem, but the person on chat couldn't fix the problem. So I got handed over to a text expert, tech expert. Okay, at first it was really frustrating because, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't figure this out. And that usually meant a trip to the pantry for some kind of salty, crunchy snack. <laughs> you chip lovers, you know what I'm talking about, right? But I decided to go for a walk instead. It was a little choice and it didn't change my situation, but it changed how I felt. And sometimes that's the greatest triumph when we, when we are looking for balance. And then, um, oh, just FYI, as we move on, the experts, in quotes, never did figure out what, was, what the problem with my podcast was. I did, and the answer came to me in the shower. It was so simple and it was probably so simple it didn't even occur to them what it was. So I emailed them, asked them to add it to uh, their SOP when that problem arose. So hopefully never, no one will ever go through the problem I did again. So if you want a few ideas of what to do when you're feeling out of balance, here we go. And I'm going to preface this by saying that you might think you don't have time to do any of this. But if you're out of balance, you're not going to be at your best. So take a few minutes, do some of these things, get yourself back in balance, and that's the key. So here are five quick ways to get yourself back into balance for each personality. 
for the D personality. Go for a walk or a run if that's your thing. Grab a pillow. Scream into it as loud as you can. Scream until you let off enough steam to take a deep breath. And I mean a really deep breath. Find a venting partner that you can absolutely unload on who can either challenge your anger or just listen to it. Send your kids to a friend or a neighbor and rage clean the whole house. Put on some heart pumping music, work out your aggression, or do it in the yard. You might as well get something productive done while you work out your anger. For the I personality, turn on some music. Can you say dance party? If you've got kids, include them. If not, dance like nobody's watching, even if, even if your dog is. Turn on your favorite comedian. You know laughter is the best medicine. Take a walk or a run where you can talk it out with a friend or listen to great music. Make a video about what you're angry about and watch it when you're finished. You will laugh. I promise you, you will laugh. You'll be like, oh my God, you look like an idiot. Put on your favorite outfit. Do your hair up. Make plans to eat out with your fav- at your favorite restaurant with whoever makes your heart happy. For the S personality, take a breath, my friend, a deep one, and relax your shoulders. Turn on some calming music and sit still, even if it's just for a few minutes. Read a book, bake something, For yourself, your family, or someone you know needs a lift. You love doing that for other people. Stand barefoot on your grass, weather permitting, to literally ground yourself. Trust me, that feels so good to do that. For the C personality, taking that breath is good for you too. Unclench your stomach and shake your body out. Be gentle. Shake your arms, shake your legs, move your hips. Start with your head and neck, work your way down to your feet, but be gentle. Run the vacuum and make those perfect lines that you love, even even if it's only in a corner of a room that no one uses, so you can think about that for the rest of the day and make yourself smile. Clean out a drawer. Yep, you're the only personality that finds satisfaction in that task. I shouldn't say that. We all like a clean drawer, but you actually enjoy the process of it more than anybody else does. Work a puzzle, whether it's a jigsaw, crossword, Sudoku, or something else. You love using your brain and it always helps you. And that's just a few of the many things you can do to bring balance back into your life when you're feeling off. We often have very little control over the circumstances of our lives, and that can make us angry, frustrated, flustered, and afraid. And we never make our best decisions when we feel like that. So let's think about options. You know, think about the options that I offered. Take control of yourself, especially when you don't have control over your circumstances. Then when you found that elusive balance we all search for, Before you know it, you'll find more and more of it in not just yourself, but in your life too. Don't believe me? (laughs) Ha! Then I double dog dare you to come to the Discover Better Weekend Retreat in September. It's an in-person event. 
and it's going to be amazing. This is the first of what I'm planning to be many in-person events to help you learn more about your unique personality, your communication skills, and learn to appreciate the amazing person that you are. It's a great time to recharge, invigorate, and return to your life feeling amazing and better equipped to deal with everything in your world. To learn more about that, check out the show notes or go to movingtowardbetter.com slash 2022-September-retreat. To see all the ways you can learn about your personality and how to live better because of it, check out movingtowardbetter.com and get started on your best life for you and those you love the most. Until next time, keep moving toward better using your unique and amazing personality. Love you all, and I'll see you soon. At Moving Toward Better, it's our mission to help you live your best life powered by your unique and amazing personality. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast today and head over to movingtowardbetter.com to learn more about how amazing your personality actually is. As always, all pertinent links are in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you and have a great day. Love you all.